Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, thanks for joining me again on the podcast. Now, uh, this episode is dedicated to you deciding to become a true salon CEO in 2021. And uh, this is a part two series. I started this podcast last week and today I want to continue um, because by now you would have looked back at your wins and your lessons. And if you haven't, stop now, go back and listen to the podcast right before this and then come back to this one afterwards because we together we went through looking back to look forward and getting super clear um, about the lessons that we've learned and the things that we want to bring in and take into 2021 and we also talked about the different stages of business how long you've been in business the size of your team because what got you here to this point that you are today uh, is not necessarily going to be the same strategy that's going to get you to where it is that you want to go, right? So now that we have clarity on your core focuses for the right stage of your business, the size of your team, it's time to decide whether or not you're going to go for it. Decide that this year will be different. Decide that you will become the salon CEO, that you know that you want to become not just a stylist or therapist or just a business owner, uh, decide you'll be the one that goes for it and achieve the goals that you have set for yourself, for your team and for your family. Now, I know as much as anybody that there can be this constant tug of war, this tension between family, investing time with family, friends uh, and business and of course ourselves. Like I feel this tug as well. Business can be all consuming. Um, but as your business grows through the stages and how it changes and you get better at your job as a business owner and a CEO, I actually believe if with intention, it can get simpler and calmer, finally learn how to achieve, achieve true balance and internal peace, no more anxiety, and instead feeling content with your business and trusting that it can actually, uh, that you can actually manage to grow, to grow this business without you being there in the center of it, babysitting your team 24-7. Like, trust that this can happen. Become the salon CEO that you really want to become. Decide you'll be the one that goes for it. So like for me, I've decided I'm dedicating this year, 2021, to helping 20 salon owners step into their role as salon CEO. Now, I do this because I think it's the most important transition that you'll ever make uh, in transforming your business, you know, from just surviving and living in overwhelm and anxiety to, uh, and of course, not having clarity on, on what will actually move the needle in your business, to actually thriving and really leveling up, making, um, making the, the next leap in your business, truly. And I believe it is the, the most important thing for you to do in 2021 so much so that I created a whole program dedicated to this exact transition the salon mastery program but today I think it starts with self-mastery 
So let's dive in. First things first, you need to decide that you're going to go for it. Decide that you will not settle for anything less uh, than growth, change, evolution, and success. And to do this, I think you need to decide to remove all the obstacles that are going to be uh, in your way of doing that. Like be bullheaded about it. And can I tell you one of those things is one of those things is still continuing to think like a stylist or a therapist. Maybe you're also playing manager, but until you really step into the mindset and have the clarity on your role as the salon CEO, I really think things won't change for you. So decide 2021, things are going to be different. You will be different. I really want you to think through your role as a salon CEO, um, because I think 2021 for me is about mastering your inner CEO and I'll be talking a lot about this actually on the podcast in the new year and taking you on a bit of a journey of what it means to be to really master your inner salon CEO so keep your ears peeled on the podcast more enlightening episodes coming away um, but meanwhile I want you to start think about what are the outcomes that you want from your business like what what did you get into business for why are you here and I think too often we lose sight of this and we don't really know what we're working towards or we did when we started and we lost it somewhere along the way in all of the messiness of business right except for maybe how you want to drop your hours because you're stressed and overwhelmed and maybe buying a new car and I think it's got to be more than that it's got to be deeper than that I want you to get back to your why and have really tangible goals for your business so let's do this together now, I've created a 2021 Momentum Focuser. And this is for us to work through together and help you step by step. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, you'll have a copy of this already. So I encourage you to grab it and download it, uh, print it out. And if you haven't, then uh, the show notes of this episode will give you a link directly to get it. It is free. Uh, or you can find me in my Facebook group, Facebook, Instagram, DM me, PM me, send me some smoke signals. I will send it your way. Make sure that you get your hot little hands on it uh, and come on this journey with me because I think if you really want to level up next year, then you've got to commit pen to paper to get this, this done. We too often settle for the leftovers in our business. Now, I remember uh, many times feeling rather disheartened that my team, I can't believe I felt like this, but I do remember times where I, my team got all the good rotted hours and, uh, and they got a good regular wage, regularly, every bloody week. They got bonuses and they got holidays. Well, I covered all the leftover shifts and I sort of didn't really feel in control of my own, my own business, do you know, and stuff that. <laughs> but at the time I sucked it up and suffered it. Um, and for me, actually, I'm in business, and I, and I did figure this out along the way, obviously, that I'm in business because what, what's really important to me, actually, is a little freedom. Like, I got into business because I wanted to do it my way. I could see the better way to do it. Freedom to, walk, to work with who I want. Uh, the freedom to work with how I want, how I wanted to do business. Uh, freedom to have leave when I wanted, to earn what I want, have the lifestyle that I want. Um, and why should I not? This is not a selfish thing to do. We have one life to live. We don't get another shot at this. So I believe we should plan our lives, plan our business with us at the beginning of, it, of how, uh, you know, of how we run our business. And this is, should be the why is how we should form it. 
our why is how we should form our business. And to do that, I think we need to put in our list of non-negotiables in first, like the hours that we will and we won't work. Like I will work hard, but I won't work like a crazy horse. Um, how much do I want, do I need to earn? Uh, how much will I earn or not earn? And how much will I have leave or not have leave inside of my business? There are so many things that I think we should put boundaries around on what we will and what we won't do and what we will say yes to and prioritize, our, prioritize ourselves and things that we will say no to. So I think for starters today, I want to just work with you on the three big ones that I believe that you should set up at the beginning of every year um, and get your non-negotiables, get your boundaries in place and decide what it is that you will, uh, that you will do because it really gives you uh, the strength to say yes and no to the things that are going to come at you throughout the year, opportunities, challenges come flying at you. I call them fireballs because they come at you blazing on fire and you have to decide what you do with them. And so when you've got clear goals and boundaries set for yourself, it's really easy to know whether or not you uh, will bat those fireballs away or whether you'll deal with them. So grab the momentum focuser and I want you to come along this journey with me. I think number one, I believe is super important because um, uh, the number one is your income, your personal income, not your business profit, your personal income. And it is super important because it, I believe unless you've got a clear goal for what you earn, not only as a stylist or a therapist, but as an owner, um, if you don't have a goal, you'll just get what's left. Um, now, back onto that uh, stylist and therapist and owner. I believe that these are two separate roles and they both should be paid separately like if you earn as much as you would working somewhere else on the floor serving clients somewhere else why would you not pay yourself to do it in your own business like I get it anything for a short time like I'm prepared to grow a business and sometimes you need to not earn to get started but I see too many people putting up with this year in year out and not actually even making enough to earn a take-home wage um, for the work that they do on the floor whereas they can actually go and earn more working for somebody else without all the stress and the overwhelm and then justify it by saying well I'm putting all the money back into the business um, <laughs> well let me tell you you're not putting it back in the business I think you're kidding yourself and I think this year is the year if this is you and you're listening right now this is the year to change that prioritize yourself uh, and demand it from your business that you earn say no to the things that are going to compromise that that aren't going to get you there so this year, set yourself a goal of what is not negotiable for you. How much will you earn this year? And force your business with the decisions that you make to ensure the business does that. I, I tell you, it's super powerful. I remember, uh, I remember the day where I was sitting when I decided to prioritize profit. And I wrote on my wall just above my desk, um, I wrote profit is king. I don't particularly love that word right now. You've probably heard me talk about this before, but I decided ultimately that to prioritize profit, to prioritize myself and stop spending it willy-nilly and not, not knowing my numbers and to ensure that the business paid me for all the hard yakka that I was putting into it. Do you know? So, uh, so even if you don't count it as, now let's talk about how to measure profit. 
So even if you don't count it within 12, um, like, you know, an annual income, say I want to earn $100,000. I think to wait 12 months to see if you made $100,000 is a stupid way to uh, measure. I think you need to measure it and know what that means on a weekly or monthly basis, depend on how you're thinking. And I think if you're a manager or a CEO, you need to think monthly. Um, and so I want you to know if you want to earn $100,000 what is that on a monthly basis and make sure that you're tracking it monthly. And as soon as you hit that, that number monthly, then, then now you're on uh, about, now you're on $100,000. Do you know what I mean? You don't wait for 12 months to go by before you say, did I make $100,000? Know what $100,000 is monthly and know when you made that. Does that make sense? Or know when you're hitting that on a weekly basis. And I'm not talking about business profit. I'm talking about the profit that you can take out of the profit, which equals your income. <laughs> uh, that's another whole story. Hey, hey, it's me here, Larissa here, just popping in to talk to you about something interesting. Don't worry though, we'll get back to the episode in just a sec. But for now, I wanna ask, do you feel like 2020 has been a super rocky road, like lots of unexpected potholes in the journey of salon business? Well, maybe you felt deflated, overwhelmed, and that the stress is starting to seep into every aspect of your life. Well, I want to give you a fresh start in 2021, a chance to rewrite your own ending, take matters into your own hands, and actually be the one who decides to go for it and take a leap and make a change in your life and your business. Now, if this sounds like you, let's chat. I'd love to help you level up your business in 2021 and bring a new chapter, a chapter of success. So if you want to find out more, then just DM me, PM me, let's chat. And you can tell me a little bit about your salon, your team, your goals. Let's see if we are a good fit to work together. Let's make a plan for you. All right, let's get back to the episode. Anywho, um, I think personally, if you're running a business, you shouldn't settle for anything less than 100 to 150K uh, because you deserve it. No one else would work for you that as hard as you work for yourself uh, and not earn that much. They wouldn't work for you that much. Now, quick caveat asterisk is you need to work your way there you can't open your business in the first year and earn a hundred thousand dollars i totally get that i want you just to start where you're starting wherever you are on the journey there's no right or wrong place a journey is like a map right and it's got a starting place and it's got an ending place wherever you put your pin where you are right now and put the pin in the road journey just be present to that be uh be mindful of where you're at but i want you to push yourself to uh to do more and be more than what you have before. Because when you demand it from your business, that's a mindset shift. To demand that your business, uh, that sort of push and intention from your business is what it takes for you to turn your business around and, and get that number that you want. So what I want you to do is to write that number down on your momentum focuser. I've created a little space for you to be able to write that, uh, write it down, own it, uh, and hold strong to it. So number two is your hours. How many hours do you want to be working in or on your business? Now again, you can set these hours and you set the boundaries. Like I can and I do and I will work long hours when I need to. I'll get up at the crack of dawn, 5.30 in the morning if I've got a project that I'm working on that I really feel passionate about and I want to get done. I know how to work hard uh, when I need to, but, and I love my business. Don't get me wrong, I love my salon and I love this business too, but I also, my boundary is I won't let myself get out to burn out anymore. I've done that too many times in my life 
and I've decided no more. And I'd rather take longer to achieve something um, than push myself so much that I get to burn out because what happens is I start to resent my business and I start to be grumpy at my family and I start to be grumpy at my team. And it's not even about them, they're amazing. It's about me. And so I won't push myself beyond that anymore. And so I have a limit to what I will and I won't work. And I can do anything for a short amount of time, but I won't do that for an extended amount of time because it's not worth it. Do you know? And trust me, this is a learnt behavior. I, I was not always this way. Um, and I remember certain periods of my life where I wondered why I worked so bloody much and never really got anywhere. So um, I certainly did know how to go the long way around and the hard way for many, many years. I think rest and recuperation is vital for success. Burnout is no way to achieve success. It's no way to live a life because you don't have two or three lives, right? You don't have another chance at this. You've got one, one life, and it goes by too quickly. So I believe when your business is up and running and you're into that uh, momentum phase of your business, um, I believe it probably takes, when you start to get into a seven, eight, nine, 10 plus size team, that you probably need around 20 hours a week to work on the business. If you really want to grow and you want to thrive um, and what you do with the rest of that time is up to you. Now, in the, in the other 20 hours, you might only want to work 30. So you only have another 10 hours. You might want to work 40. And so you've got 20 hours to do what you do with the rest of it is up to you. Now, you can serve clients, look after your favorites. If you love serving clients, then do that. But maybe you need to care for your kids. Maybe you, uh, you know, you want to be able to pick them up from school. You want to be able to spend time with them. You only want to work 20 hours. Um, maybe you spend that extra time doing yoga, going to the gym or going to the beach, whatever it is that you're into. Um, or maybe you can reinvest that time into growing your business even more and even more and even more. Now, of course, this is going to depend on what stage of your business that you <clears throat> are in. Um, when it's just you, you have very little time. You have a little stock to order, a little bit of marketing, and you're done, and you can get on with serving clients. When you have a small team, uh, I think you need about four to six hours working on the business. But when you start to have a growing team, you need to increase that until you have a management team set up. But of course, uh, you now have to manage the managers, right? New level, new devil. So it doesn't mean when you get a manager that you can suddenly work less, I don't believe. It just, becomes, it just means that you become a little bit more proficient. So anyway, it's not a perfect science. It's part science, part art, of course. Okay, so what's your number? What do you want to achieve by the end of the year? So uh, grab your momentum focuser and let's get this written down. Okay, number three, uh, I actually think is around leave, rest and recuperation. How many weeks leave are you going to have in any given year? And you're probably like, what? Uh, I'm trying to grow my business here, not to have holidays. Well, I believe differently. Now, here in New Zealand, you get four paid weeks leave a year. Uh, if you're an employee, of course. Uh, if you're an employer, you only, if you're yourself, you just have to pay yourself. But four paid weeks leave a year. Now, I know that that's not like that all around the world. Um, but my question to you is, are you taking that? Are you taking four weeks leave a year? Like, are you having holidays? Now, I know many of you are not. Um, but um, I think you should. It's something 
something that we talk about a lot, actually, when people come into my seller mastery program and we help them enforce it for themselves. So what if you decided to have more than that? Because you're not in business to work hard all your life. So you can have 20 years at the end of your life, if you're lucky, rumbling around far too old uh, and far too old and broken to enjoy life that you've worked hard for. So I reckon we've got to enjoy the life along the way. Don't wait till we retire to do all the fun stuff. So I reckon working 44 weeks of the year should be good enough. Having six weeks leave, I think. Like six weeks of life between the intensity of working in your business. Now, when you do that, it kind of gives you permission or it kind of gives you the focus and it gives you the mental alertness to work intensely in between. Go hard, uh, work hard, uh, do the things that need to be taken and then take some time off. I really think um, white space within our life, creating time and space to rest, recuperate, reflect, think about things, uh, work out some of the problems, remove yourself physically from the physical location and get some perspective. So my question to you is, what are you going to commit to? Now, if you're starting from the bottom, maybe you don't take any leave unless you're forced to. Uh, maybe just start with two weeks. Um, and if you're currently taking two weeks, then maybe this year you might think about taking four weeks. Maybe if you already regularly take four weeks, then uh, are you growing? Can you move it to six weeks? So I'm interested to know what are you committing to this year? Now, uh, it's one thing to commit the goal. Um, it's another thing to get it into your diary now. Now, last month, at the end of last month, maybe it was the beginning of this month, uh, I'm recording this in November, uh, I planned out the whole of next year. We've got our whole seller, um, our momentum and seller mastery program mapped out for the year, including public holidays, including the times when my kids are on holiday and that I am having enough leave throughout the year to spend the time with my family, go away and do the things that I want to do. It's already booked in. Shh, don't tell my husband. <laughs> um, I, I don't think he likes to think that I'm that planned in advance, but I just know that I can organically make it happen. <laughs> Shh, don't tell him, hope he's not listening. Love you, babe. Um, so uh, I think it's a good goal because you know, for you to be away from your business and have some, for you to be away from your business, you have to have some things in place in your business to be able to do that effectively. And I think that needs to be wrapped into part of your planning for the year. For me to do this, what do I need to put into place? So part of it is about rest, recuperation, white space. The other part is forcing you, forcing your business and forcing you to put the things into place to allow you to do that. Now I'm suggesting six weeks, but maybe you just need to take one extra week than you did last year. Uh, start from where you are uh, and work from there. So by now you would have put your three primary goals uh, in place, what your income goal is, uh, the hours that you're prepared to work uh, and not prepared to work and how much leave that you're going to get in now, go and get that into your calendar. Like what are the big rocks? Uh, back in the day when we used to travel, um, I would kind of, there were some big events that would happen throughout the year and I knew that when we could go, I also, when, when and where we could go, um, Hair Expo being one of them, 
uh, a trip to Fiji or always being another one or maybe a family trip to Australia. And of course, we're going to put those in the school holidays. So I have those already booked. So how and what are you going to do and get them in your calendar now? No negotiating. Put the big rocks in first. I'm a believer in putting the big important things into your calendar first and rest and recuperation definitely. Rest, recuperation and perspective of your business needs to be one of them. Okay, so uh, what are the outcomes that you have for yourself? Have you got them written down? Um, and if only 3% of the population do that, you are one of those. You are in an elite group of people having got this far through the Momentum Focuser. You've looked at what worked and what didn't work. You've looked at what stage you are in business so you have clarity about what you should and shouldn't be working on this year. You have set yourself some really clear goals and objectives by putting yourself first in business and making sure that you are well looked after because if you are well looked after, then you will be of clear and sane mind to be able to make the big decisions that you need to make to drive your business forward. So congratulations to you. Now, when I had my salon, just to let you know, um, my income goal was $250,000, which I achieved. Uh, my working hours were 15 hours in and on the business because I, crazily enough, I had two children and started another business. That's another whole story. Um, and I must say at the time, I think I only took four weeks leave because I wasn't working in the business all that much. And I had a young family. We weren't going away and traveling all that much at the time. Um, so 250,000, 15 hours, four weeks leave, what is yours? It certainly changed for me uh, these days. Uh, it's different altogether. So I'm keen for keen to hear from you. What is it? Let me know what you're, what you're pushing yourself to do this year. Okay, so pleased that we've got to do this together. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I absolutely loved our chat. I do appreciate it. And just remember, if you want to chat about your business and see if I can help, find me a messenger and look forward to chatting to you then. Otherwise, I look forward to connecting with you again in your earbuds, same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.